welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. Hey! Out. So here, do it for Nick though, because he's not here. Do it. Go back. Yeah, yeah. Duck. Did you uh, did you know Jeremy found a a Lego filter? He did. Yeah. See, this is a Lego filter. Nice. <laughs> Looks just like me, right? It, it, you know, it does. It's Every, very. Uh, you probably had to do a lot of searching. <laughs> the resemblance is uncanny. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of searching through the giant bin of Legos that my kids have. You gotta, you gotta give me credit though. Like, it, it's got a whole design here, and like, it's impressive. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very impressive. I I have a beer filter. <laughs> very nice. Nice. Los, nice. Los Guerreros uh, beer koozie. Oh, very Los nice. Guerreros. That yes. is Spanish the, for the Guerreros. Yes, a lot of people don't know that it means the <laughs> the Guerreros. I got I was gonna do this in the dark, but it's too dark. Right? <laughs> I apparently, I also apparently still have my background. Uh, right, yeah, I like <laughs> that. I want you to leave that there. We can. Uh, hold on, I will leave. We gotta leave talk about that. We do. Uh, we do have to talk about it. I've been putting out a series of, well, I've been recording a series of podcasts about it. Um, I put out one of them. Yeah, it sounds uh, about right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting on a few. Uh, are we yeah. are we talking about are we talking about Wandavision or? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my my vote with Wandavision is we do when when the series is done we do a holistic. Oh, you want to do like a, a an all encompassing. WandaVision show it. <clears throat> I do. And actually, uh, I have that, I have a request from part of the peanut gallery here in the, in my household mm-hmm. that after the 31st of March, I don't know if you guys have HBO max, but we have been, res- uh, we've been requested to do a retrospective of the MonsterVerse movies after Godzilla versus Kong comes out. Oh, Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to just, Subscribe like for a month at a time because yeah we're gonna need to watch or, Godzilla versus Kong in my house. Or you just you 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 know a guy who's well, very generous with passwords and usernames and uh, he'll that, probably let you use it. That guy could just send me a text later. That would be fine. He he could. He that guy may have just found out that Mad TV is available on. Uh, and and whose line is it anyway? Oh, that's fun. That. Yeah, and Reno nine one one. They put Pushing Daisies on there. One of my uh, high, I think one of the most underrated shows uh, on TV. Uh, Pushing Daisies was on. Isn't isn't that one of those shows that everybody was absolutely enraged that it was canceled when it was? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I never well, watched it, but I heard really good things about it. Yeah, one of uh, Christian Chenoweth's finest uh, finest performances. She has fine performances. 
She does. She does. Kristen Chenoweth, uh, it's that and uh, Glenda the Good Witch and Wicked. That's oh. about. And the second season of Trial and Error. Okay. And that's literally Bill, everything I think Bill, of Kristen Chenoweth. Bill, do you have something against Kristen Chenoweth? I honestly, I don't. Because if you do... <laughs> the you immortal words of... of of, if you do, if you do have something against her, you should probably just let it go. No, did that just did that just go over everybody's head? Yeah, like she yeah, was, she was in Frozen. Who was she in Frozen? Kristen uh, Chenoweth. I think she was one of the characters. No, that was uh, I know Dina it was Menzel. Kristoff, but I think she, I, yeah, I, th- uh, I think she was in there too. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Maybe she yeah, was Kristoff. Yeah, you got uh, no, that was Josh. I thought she was like one of the minor characters, but she, she could have been. been Sven. She, she, she could have been. I, I, I don't know. Uh, in the immortal words of um, of what was it? Uh, Job's girlfriend in Arrested Development. I'm not even sure who you are. Mm. <laughs> uh, she was, oh, that's uh, what she it feels was, like to get punched in the face. She was also in the final two seasons of The West Wing, if anybody cares. Didn't watch that either. Are you talking Marta 1, Marta 2? (laughs) It was Marta 2, yeah. Kitty? (laughs) No, it was Marta 2. Okay. Okay. So what's up, fellas? It's been a while. Uh, It's it's time to play the music, and it's time to light the lights. Oh my gosh, that show is going to be on Disney Plus on Friday, and I am so excited. Yes, I. Uh, I've been I'm walking around the house excited. whistling the Muppet Show theme for days. <laughs> yes, it's time to get the show started because I've still only got the first three seasons on DVD because it's all they ever put out. Well, now you're going to have them all. Yep. Well, there you the go. Uh, the whole, the whole. You're going to get the whole steak as long as I keep giving uh, the mouse my seven ninety nine a month. That's right. I'm the head of an evil corporation. That's my impression of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, pretty I good. I do a lot of good. I do a lot of really good impressions my kids have found out. <laughs> They're getting to that age, aren't they? They will. Oh, they'll just ask me to do impressions. They're like, hey, do Miss Piggy. And I'll be like, hiya! <laughs> and then, <laughs> okay, give us some more. And I'll say, I'll be, and, then, <laughs> and they'll be like, do uh. <laughs> They'll be like, okay, now do do Kermit, and I'll be like, why are there so many songs about rainbows? Mm-hmm. So, so Kermit the Frog here. Mm-hmm. And my son really likes it because I normally I end on Kermit the Frog, and I go, it's time to start the Muppet Show, yay! <laughs> as you wave for everybody not who can't see you, uh, as you're waving your hands frantically above your head. And then I run, and then I run out of the room because I don't want to do anymore. And then the, they're like, "Do do Ernie from Bert and Ernie," and I'm like, "Bert, you're yelling again, Bert." <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I do Grover. They like to hear Grover near far. We we do enjoy yeah. the. Uh, I I will do the. You know who I am. I'm super Grover. But I really drag it out for a really long oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Days. Days even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just you start it, and then the kids wake up, and you're like, Burger over. Burger over. Yeah. Thought I forgot about <laughs> yeah. that, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Fun fact, Grover's head is half a coconut. 
Well, it's coconut cut in half. <laughs> Same stuff they used to make that horse clopping sound uh, clop, back in clop, the day. Back, back in the days of Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yes. That, yes, I think that's peak. There you go. Peak, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not going to talk about WandaVision. Nope. Can I just say, without talking about WandaVision, just how excited I was that it was even a thing? Like, yep. I was watching that first episode, and when, like, the Marvel yep. Studios crawl finally happened, for the first time in 18 months, mm-hmm. I just closed my eyes and listened to the dun, 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 dun. It's like, oh. yes. It's Can like I tell you? Giant weight had been lifted off my shoulders because now we're in like the, you know, WandaVision and uh, Winter Soldier show. Oh, Winter Soldier. You've got What If and then Loki and then this and then that. It's like, hey, we're finally, we've bridged the gap. But you, but you know what you don't have? Black Widow. Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Nor will we ever, I don't think. No, they're they're gonna have to rip the band-aid on that off. I know that they're fighting going taking the movies to streaming, but they're they're gonna need to do something about it. Yeah. Really. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> you were frozen for a while, Nick. Oh, okay, good. What yeah. happened? We were just talking about how we still don't have Black Widow. Oh. I don't think that we're allowed to call her that. <laughs> no, but I I agree with you, Jeremy. At some point they're just gonna have to do the pay 30 bucks on Disney Plus for it and just eat it because you can only delay it for so long. That was that was still one of the better memes I think I've seen lately about any any Marvel related themes was the one that said where somebody commented and said, you know, Marvel Studios really needs to drop Black Widow on streaming services and somebody commented it was like I thought they already dropped her on uh <laughs> on <laughs> or whatever, yeah. Oh, ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Should we put a spoiler on there? Or? <laughs> I, um, I, I think if any I, listeners have not yet watched the highest grossing movie of all time, it's on them. It's on them at this point. My uh, my son has, has finally started watching the Marvel movies. He's been cranking through uh, about one a day uh, once he oh, got wow. done with the Jurassic Park films. And uh, yeah, I think he's about halfway through Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm making him watch them in release order, as any good parent would. Uh, that's that's what we're doing with Mike. I'm Mike also too. going to make him wait a year in between Infinity War and Endgame, just so that he can understand what it was like. <laughs> you know what? You know what you should have made him. You know what you should have made him watch after Jurassic Park. What's that? Rush Hour. <laughs> oh. You should have. Yeah, no, you should have been like, which one of these is better? And he would have said, well, clearly Rush Hour. Hey, actually, speaking of that, because we, we did a family movie Chris night Tucker's today, I was trying to remember from the brackets, um, did we include Ice Age in the Hold movie on. franchise? Hold on. Hey, oh, he's actually got notes. Look at I, him. I, I do. I have the... Anybody who is interested can go back and listen to episodes uh, 122 and 123. Um, The greatest robbery since I can't even think of what it was. We did. uh, In our initial bracket, we had Ice Age going up against Monsters, Inc. Uh, Ice Age did win, but then was defeated in the next round by Pokemon. 
Okay. I couldn't remember whether we did or not, because we yeah. watched one of the Ice Age movies, and it got me thinking while we were watching. I'm like, I can't remember whether we actually had that in the in contention. We did. Yep. I right. actually just saw this the other day. I was like, why am I still holding on to that bracket? It was it was for this conversation. That's it was why. for this conversation. Did I tell you guys I watched Rush Hour and that movie still holds up, that whole series? One, two, and three. That and the Shanghai Night series. <laughs> Shanghai Nights. <laughs> I, I will admit, though, I have been, uh, when kids are talking around my house, I... I have been using it. Ain't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth a lot lately. <laughs> so yeah. that was, it, it, it's funny yeah. that that came up because that actually, um, my boss is a, uh, is, is a, he's got a PhD in organizational development. And so our, our whole team is relatively new and it's the, our, for our, our company, it's like kind of the first real training and development team that anybody that they've ever had. So we deal with a lot of really, really smart people, but they're not inherently corporate people because we work at a laboratory. So it's like they don't kind of understand a lot of the stuff that's, you know, learning strategy and all this other stuff that we're trying to pitch. And I've actually mentioned that a couple of times where he'll come out of meetings with them and like explain these just jaw-dropping questions that get asked of stuff that we've explained over and over and over again. And that's how it always comes up. He's like, I just imagine my you know, my 61-year-old PhD boss going into that room. He's like, do you understand the words <laughs> that are coming out of my mouth? No. Yeah, this is the life that we live. Nobody from my work listens to this podcast. Do you want to hear a question that I got asked the other day? Have I Heck told yeah. you guys about the questions that I get You have asked? a new work, by the way. Congratulations. Oh yeah, I have, oh, yeah. Thank you. I have a new work, yes, where I... His, his entire work existence for me, like, literally, he works in the IT crowd. That's that's where he works. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm convinced of this. I think that's now probably pretty accurate. It's very accurate. Somebody <laughs> called me the other day because as virtual, uh, you know, we're all going virtual that can... Uh, we're doing more Zoom meetings, uh, Teams meetings. Um, if one more person calls and asks me if I can, they can download Teams, I'm going to lose it. Uh, <laughs> because the answer is always yes. But uh, <laughs> somebody called me the other day, and they were like, hey, I can't hear anybody on this Zoom call. I have no audio from it. And I was like, oh, okay. Let me remote in and see what's going on. And I don't. I've, we've, I think we've all worked with IT people who just make people feel stupid. Um, what? When they call no. things. And, Never. You know, make, make, make you feel bothered when they call. Um, this yep. is not, this is not bothered, what I, yes. I, Stupid, I, no. Bothered, yes. Uh, this is not what I, every day I wake up and I say I'm not going to be Jimmy Fallon's uh, IT character from Saturday Night Live. Um, so this is not what I, I, I do. I always... Uh, uh, but this one was this was funny. I, I also I made the lady feel okay about it. So she called. She's like, "Hey, I don't have any audio on the Zoom call." And I was like, "Okay, you know, remote in, blah blah." I remote in. The problem was that her uh, her sound was off. Uh, so, oh man! <laughs> so Wait. I turned her sound on, and she had audio from the Zoom call. I was like, "Hey." Uh, that's what it was. And then she's like, oh, I feel stupid. And I was like, nah, don't worry. It happens all the time. You probably just accidentally hit a button or something like that. She's like, oh, okay. But her sound was off. And I was like, <laughs> fantastic. This is your life. There you go. And I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> uh -oh. Aw. This job is fantastic. 
I've been here for what's today? Seventeenth. Been here for almost two months. I think that I've uh, had lunch provided for me every day except for three. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. So now do you have to go into the office? Yes. Is but that, it's like me and like six other people. Is that close like to where you live? Seven minutes away. Oh, that's not bad at all. That's nice. No. Yeah. On the snow day, there was five of us, like on that really heavy snow that we got. Uh, normally, there's like maybe ten people in the office. So, and then everybody else is remote. Nice. So, the screen froze on a great yes. face, didn't it, Jeremy? Yes, it, yes, it did. <laughs> oh, now it's gone. Yes, it did. Pausing it. You well, your video paused, it. and you were making a wonderful, wonderful face. Well, I'm just what I'm what I'm waiting for is like every time he every time his head is right in the middle of the frame, I'm just waiting for Scarlet Witch and Vision to crush his skull. Yeah, because of the background he has. To just explain it, we're not going to talk about WandaVision, but uh, Nick, you have a a scene from episode five or whatever when it was the 80s episode and like they both kind of fly up and get ready to like battle each other and then obviously don't. Or uh, not obviously. I also, I'm also wearing a, uh, oh, you can't see it, a major wrestling uh, podcast uh, t shirt. That's Toy Story. Um, yeah, because I listen to podcasts about wrestling figures now to go along with my love of wrestling. Not wrestling wait, figures, wait a minute, but wait a minute. Like wrestling toys. Figures? Wrestling yeah, 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 toy wrestling podcast, toys. yeah. Yeah, like there, wrestling there, figures. That, 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 that's a niche by itself, Just not just a wrestling podcast, but oh, yeah. a podcast dedicated to wrestling figures. And not just a toy podcast. Yes. A wrestling toy podcast. Yeah. Wow. So collect, collecting wrestling toys and the new lines that come out, the old lines, collecting uh, rare rare figures, rare rare uh, wrestling rings, uh, that sort of thing. Mm. Wow. Uh, it's, a, it's a real great time for wrestling right now, if, if, if anyone is aware. Uh, uh, the there, There's a thing going on right now where uh, three, possibly four, Companies are, are all working together and cross-promoting on each other's shows, and it's uh, very, very interesting. Really? Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and AEW uh, are all uh, kind of co-mingling talents. Is uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett still he, running one of those? Jeff Jarrett is not. Oh. Jeff Jarrett... Uh, uh, here's a quick rundown of Jeff Jarrett. So when Jeff Jarrett left uh, when WCW got absorbed into WWF at the time. Uh, Jeff Jarrett then started his own company called uh, TNA, uh, NWA TNA uh, Wrestling. Uh, NWA, National Wrestling Alliance, TNA. Total, Total non-stop, non-stop action. action. I knew that. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so he started that company. And then became and, the champion. Uh, and then, yeah, he put the belt right on himself. Yeah. One, of the, uh, one of the perks of being in the C-suite. Yeah, one of the, one of the perks uh, of being in charge. Just they, ask Triple H. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. The reign of terror in WWE was a pretty bad time uh, when Triple H was in charge. Uh, <laughs> or when Triple H, well, Triple H is still in charge. Anyway, so Jeff Jarrett then uh, sold that company to uh, a, uh, a lady named Dixie Carter, uh, who was an, her family owned an energy company. He then, in turn, uh, turned around and made his own wrestling company called Global Force Wrestling that they never did anything uh, and eventually then he partnered back with Impact, TNA Impact Wrestling 
um, and sold Global Force Wrestling's name as their streaming service. And then they sued him for some money. He sued them for some money. The case got dismissed, and now he's in WWE. <laughs> Is he really? Yep. Oh. He got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and uh, he's on a Legends contract with them. I know a lot about wrestling. This is bad, isn't that it? Was, this... That was impressive. Like I, th- th- that was like listening to me get it, you get on some tirade about some random military history topic or something. That's impressive, man. Good job. Good on you. It's, it's really bad. Do you want to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling? <laughs> Not particularly, but I mean, I guess we can. <laughs> Oh no, no, no! It's a whole other well, thing. Well, well, actually, actually, before we get too far away from the uh, from the toy <laughs> conversation, <laughs> I wanna I wanna make sure that I can I, I can point my camera the appropriate way. Holy uh, cow! Your Funkos like, are wow. Yeah, they're they're the, expanding. They are. The, the display is now complete. So I have fifteen over here on the little shelf. You know, I still have to bring my Washington Crossing the Delaware. I got to find spot on my desk for him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I if I told you guys and that uh, my shelf. most recent edition arrived. Duffman. The Duffman. Duffman oh, yeah. says a lot of things. Hey, I just got <laughs> here. Hold on. Wait here. Uh oh. Man, I love some Duff Man. I'm trying to think of a good Duff Man quote besides Duff Man says a lot of things. <sighs> Duff Man can't okay, breathe. Yeah. I just, uh, I just got two new ones in the mail yesterday. What do you got? So they haven't even made it to the place where I keep them all yet. Uh, one of them is uh, Leatherneck. <gasps> oh, no way! See Leatherneck there. Oh, nice. damn you! I'm gonna have to get on Amazon now. Doctor Mindbender. <gasps> wow. wow. Yeah. Yep. Pretty. Does he actually? Does he come with a holographic shield? Uh, no, he comes with a monocle, though. Obviously. Well, obviously. Nice. But no. Uh, no, and then I do have on the back here. You can see shipwreck. Shipwreck. I, I have him. Shipwreck at, I have him. Stores, I haven't seen any of the other ones. Yeah, these guys are. They're new. They were just released a couple days ago. Awesome. I, yeah, I pre-ordered I, them I, before Christmas. I see. I did that. I did the pre-order for Duffman, and I noticed That's not awesome. too long afterwards. And I, I, I fought the urge, and I still haven't done it yet. But they also have Radioactive Man, oh and I kind of want that too. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I haven't done it, but Bill, I, Bill, I also got this one. You'll appreciate <gasps> the coach, yeah. coach, who looks remarkably like Ron Swanson's Funko Pop from Parks and Rec. He does sort of look like Ron Swanson, except he's wearing a bear sweater. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I want you, you guys are all welcome for this. <laughs> yeah, this is your fault, actually, Nick. <laughs> Nick got me a Colson, and it all just went downhill from there. <laughs> well, see, that, that's the thing. I got this little stand, this little like spice rack stand thing, and it's supposed to hold twelve. I managed to get it to hold fifteen, but now it's like full. Yeah. So I feel like if I if I get another one. I'm going to have to get another one of those racks and now that will become an obvious problem where my wife will probably stop talking to me for buying toys. So. Uh, you know, you could just do what I do and keep them at work. Well, I, that, that's the plan, but right now I haven't been to work since I started there almost a year ago. Yeah. So yeah. Now, do you know that uh, Funko actually has a, um, an app that you can actually keep track of your collection in. Oh, really? Yeah, and they will give you um, 
like current value on them. So I currently have 98 Funko Pops. <laughs> apparently. So, uh, okay, so my 16 doesn't seem so bad. No, 16's a lot. Uh, don't get me wrong. 16 is a lot, but... Um, Everybody's going to start somewhere. It, <laughs> it does give you the values. So the uh, current value of my Funko collection, if they were in boxes, which none of them are, is $2,000. Hey, look at wow. that. Yeah. Some of them, uh, I have a Prince John from Robin Hood. Look at that guy. Oh, yeah. $125. Wow. Holy shit, man. That's, I wish I would have kept yeah. him in the box. Yeah, should have yeah, got two of them. But the Funko Pops, they're not, nine they're bucks not for cellophane. That. But they're not cellophane wrapped. If you, you can put them back in the box, do like, the collectors have some special trick to know whether they've been opened or no, not? No, I just think I don't keep the boxes either, though. Oh, see, I actually have, like, I have a box of the boxes. Like, I've just got it stored someplace. I just don't keep them in them. Mm. Yeah, my son got me one year for Christmas uh, Data, who for some yes. reason is worth $100. Um, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But Not at all. Yeah, Washington Crossing the Delaware, Jeremy, worth there, $55. Yep. That's about, that's doubled in value. Yeah. Colson's worth a... $46. Yeah. And they go up and down, obviously. Oh, Let's sure. see. Oh, My yeah. least yeah, valuable still. Funko, this will be fun, is uh, <laughs> Zartan, who currently has a value of $3. Wow. Mass-produced those Zartans, huh? Apparently. Yeah. Did the old death of Superman on that. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Funko app. It's actually a neat little app. I, I may Interesting. do that. That's very interesting. It does help you, you know, when your collection does grow to a certain point, help you remember which ones you actually have. Well, did I did I yeah. tell you what's on the side of this little display rack that I got? And I, I didn't know this when I bought it because it was like $15 on Amazon. There's a sticker on the back of it. And the sticker says, on each side, it says, everything I need to know I learned from 80s cartoons. <laughs> oh. But... The cool like thing it. about it is if you look, it's broken up into like five. So it's like, I think it's five different lines. And each line of it is in a different font. Here, why don't you so, show us? Just lift it up very carefully so you don't make anybody fall down. Yeah, no, that's not gingerly. That's gingerly. Um, so the, the top line is in Ninja Turtle font. The second line is G.I. Joe font. Third line is Transformers font. Fourth line is Thundercats font. And fifth line is uh, Masters of the Universe font. Oh, that's fun. Nice. I like that. I figured out that package. I kind of looked at it. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know that was there, but I'll take it. That's pretty cool. I was uh, I was joking just with these uh, GI Joes one more time. Uh, I was joking with my wife because when I was a kid, I had all of the GI Joe men. It was my thing. Like, of course, yeah. I collected all the little GI Joe guys and then gave them away for you know pennies on the dollar. And that guy probably bought a house, but um, I was joking with her that I was slowly but surely replacing my GI Joe collection that I lost as a kid with Funko versions of those same GI Joe figures. Mm -hmm. She seemed less than excited, but yeah, she shook her head and walked away. Didn't yeah, she? but she didn't tell me to stop buying them. So, but every time she gets upset, you just take your handy dandy little app and wave that two thousand dollars right no, in front I... of her face. Be like, see, no, because it also shows ninety six or whatever of them that I have, and then she's like, ninety six times ten. Yep. Yeah, that's we don't yeah, that's, the, that, that's not the right. Yeah. No, that that's math that's helpful for you at all. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, do have to you guys? I think my favorite one in your collection from the picture that I saw was the Deadpool as Bob Ross. 
I do have Deadpool yeah. as Bob Ross. Um, the kids got that one for me. Uh, I do also have Deadpool holding uh, a t- cooked turkey, and that one is labeled Supper Hero, which I thought was just hilarious. It is hilarious. That's very random. Yep. It was a very Deadpool. It was for Thanksgiving because, you know, it was a Thanksgiving turkey and stuff. So oh. I do I, – I have some of them it's out. It's a centerpiece. It is. I uh, I rotate them around. Some of them are out at various times of the year in my office. And, uh, yep. Yeah. Some of them don't ever – some of them stay out forever. Like Bob Ross Deadpool, I was actually uh, – have I told you guys what I was told about Deadpool, Bob Ross's version at one point? Uh-uh. No. Well, I was told by a, a certain key member of our team that uh, I shouldn't have it out because it's Deadpool and he's bad. And I said, well, my daughter got it for me and I promised her that I would set him out. And so that's where he's going to be. I'm sorry, a key member of your team told you that you shouldn't have some a Deadpool out because he's yeah. bad? Yeah, we, we don't need to go into it on the air. No, 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 I'd like to go into it. Um, <laughs> So, I'm pretty sure, Bill, that you just cracked I, that door open expecting yeah, it's fine. to kick it wide the, open. I also have the edit button, so we're, so, we're good. So, so, how is Deadpool bad? I think that uh, that this person was of the opinion that the movies were naughty. He uses a lot of the swear words. He does use a is lot there, of the swears. Is there any quotes? Coming out of the uh, figurine's mouth. Oh no no no! It's just a normal old Funko. Is uh, is there in any way, shape, or form any tie to the movies? Other than the fact that it's Deadpool who is the Funko Pop and is also in the movies, no. Now then, like he's not wearing a shirt that says "I am I endorse the Deadpool movie" or whatever. Perhaps most importantly, is the Funko Pop actively walking around your office butchering people? Yes. No. Wait. Sorry. No. <laughs> I had to think uh, about I it. Would make, I, I would make the rebuttal to that argument, but I've never seen the movies. I read the comic books, which are a vastly superior uh, medium for uh, superhero uh, information and storytelling. It's so and nice. You can said. suck the fattest part of my ass. <laughs> I should have I should have made the differentiation between the comics and the uh, and the movies, and I should have said, and you know, particularly if you wanted to go back, you should go read the Brian Posehn books because they're amazing. Exactly, that is true. Which I'm only halfway through. Is this somebody that I would have appreciated saying that to? Perhaps. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Okay. Perhaps. Okay. I'm very very protective of my Deadpool. No, I uh, I know you are. Mm-hmm. Well, that that that's another thing, and not like I'm, I'm on, I, I haven't gone over the top like the Funko Pops, but the the very first yeah. uh, very first comic books I ever bought were on Nick's recommendation. Mm-hmm. So this is like you guys are you, between that and you, you, Bill. You followed up with uh, with Superman Red Sun, so you guys are like a gateway drug for some of this stuff. First Funko yeah. Pops and comic books. What's going to happen to me? Heroin. Yeah. I, yeah, that's the next. We're slowly weaning you and grooming you towards heroin, mm-hmm. uh, and then after you get hooked to it, then we start having you traffic it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the? Did you ever? Did you guys ever see that the random episode of uh, of Robot Chicken where they were? It was it was the cut like one of the cutscenes from. Uh, 
uh, what was it? I think it was from from the from the stop motion Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and it was some random thing about he ever had a, a condom full of coke break inside a Yeti's ass, and it <laughs> yep. shows the Yeti just on a rampage killing people at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It was the behind the scenes of the filming of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's a fantastic <laughs> episode of Robot Chicken. I haven't seen uh, Robot Chicken but, in a long time. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about cuts. Have you guys seen the trailer for the Snyder Cut of, tra- of uh, Justice League? You know, I um, I didn't see the whole thing. I saw a little bit of the end of it to see oh. that there was a character that was included. And um, I... Okay, Jeremy, have you seen it? Yes. Okay. Um, the, the little part that I saw, I, I replied to somebody on Facebook and said... Could Jared Leto literally go from being the worst Joker ever to being a decent version of the character? Mm-hmm. There's uh, the possibility, yeah. Yeah. So, more reason why I'm going to have to subscribe to HBO Max. Yeah, see, so I remember, I want to say, watching this movie and being adamantly against it. Against Justice League? Justice, Justice League. Well, I mean, it, it was okay. I, I, I watched it recently. It I think it like... Su- it wasn't Suicide Squad. Back. No, it was okay. I mean, it, it was... It was an okay movie. I think I watched it after we recorded our last podcast. I watched that and I watched Aquaman and essentially got myself was... caught up on DC until I still haven't seen uh, Wonder Woman 1984 yet. But um, it was okay. It wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. Now, here's the thing. I don't remember too much of this movie, but watching that trailer, the Snyder Cut trailer, this looks like a completely different movie. I don't I don't remember. Uh, I remember Steppenwolf. I remember. But he, uh, looks, sort of he looks different. Like the CGI looks completely different. Yep. Um, I. I think this could this could work with everything that I've always heard about what happened to that movie on the cutting room floor once it got into the hands of the network. And uh, and and it, it, once it Joss, got into the hands of who could possibly Joss be Whedon. apparently one of the worst human beings on the face of the earth, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It allegedly, uh, I guess. Alleged. Alleged. Well, the LLC is paid up. He's one of the oh, worst human beings on the face of the earth. Yeah, from what from from what's come out, yeah. Uh, I mean, anybody who's not allowed to be in a room alone with Michelle Trachtenberg on Buffy the Vampire Slayer can't be that great of a person. Uh, but from what I hear, from what I heard about that, and from what I saw in the trailer, I think that this could be okay. And I am excited, and they do this to, again. I know they do this to me every freaking time. But I'm excited to watch this movie. Oh, I'll now, watch it. Now, now you understand what's going to happen, right? Yeah. You're going to watch this movie and literally every difference from the original version to this version is going to be the trailer. Like, that's it. <laughs> You're going to find out that the trailer is the extent, like, they're showing He's everything two that's new in the trailer and all the rest of it's the same. That's what they're going to do to you. Just yes. To you. Yes, but by them doing that and taking a movie that is okay not not terrible not not unwatchable not, not terrible you know, but forgettable forgettable but it, it just just an average movie sure it's a movie sure. it's an average movie that came out that if you never I saw it nobody would say oh i can't believe you never saw it yep 
the extra scenes that they add could make this movie better. It sure. could it could take it from an okay movie to a decent movie. It it has I the mean, potential I'm, to make it a good movie, I think. And and if you take it that way, what they do here can help reset and move forward with other DC things, right? So we get we 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 no longer have the goofy uh, face tattooed Joker, uh, you know, the weird, uh, weird, weird Joker. You know um, what though? This, this movie does, you know, Zack Snyder does have the benefit of, um, seeing Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker and mm-hmm. seeing how people react to that and being able to kind of go, mm-hmm. okay, you've got Heath Ledger as the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. Maybe there's a certain version of this character people like. Yeah, you know, maybe we need to steer this Jared Leto thing away from his grill in his mouth and and more toward well, something like that. But the thing with the grill in the mouth is that the grill in the mouth never made sense. No, it never made sense until they came out later and said that there was supposed to be a scene explaining that where Batman uh, punched all Joker's teeth out for killing Robin. Oh, okay. I think with that scene, that would have at least made it a little bit better. Well, you wouldn't have looked at it and gone, what, what the hell is he doing? The, I think that, that that version of the Joker was so far removed from anything Joker. Like, I I like to think, I don't know everything. Uh, I don't read every Batman comic or see every, uh, you know, everything about everything. But I don't think that they pulled anything from that Joker. Like, I don't see them... The Joker that I know, that I'm aware of, there was none of that there. Um, And so it was, I mean, and at the time that that movie came out, I think we were were on the version of the Joker that cut off his own face and then stapled it back on. In the comics. In the comics, we were getting a really... Yeah, it was almost like they they were like, okay, we're going to take this character and reimagine it. You don't need to reimagine in a the Joker. Bad way. Right. You don't need to reimagine him. He's got, no. you know, you've got the, the, no, you know, no one's tried to do the, the video game version of the Joker, the Mark Hamill version of the Joker that's on, you know, the animated one. Put that on a movie. You know, there's. But there's also, DC doesn't adapt. No. They don't adapt stories like you're not going to see like into into the movies like you see with Marvel like you can you're see not like see oh, House yeah. M. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get uh, what honestly, if you're looking at reading anything DC, one of the best Batman uh, stories ever, uh, the Long Halloween, um, uh, or you're not going to get um, you know you're not going to get Death in the Family. You're not going to get um, the Killing Joke. You're not going to get that stuff put into a movie like that. They kind of go off script. To the, you know, I think the closest thing they had was really the Bane breaking Batman's back. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think, is the closest thing to it. I mean, otherwise, they're just kind of in standalone style movies. Um, maybe but, that's the problem. But, but even that, they could have, like... The, with the whole 
breaking his back thing. They they could have Christopher Nolan could have done something with that because you get to the end of that you get to the end of the Dark Knight Rises, and there's sort of that sop that they throw in there where Joseph Gordon Levitt's character his middle you know his his first name is actually Robin mm-hmm. and they don't do anything with it. And it's like I, I think it would have been inter- more interesting if they had gone down that road of him. I, I don't know how whether you could have done it in the movie or not, but he, you know Bane breaks Bruce Wayne's back. Does Joseph Gordon-Levitt come back as Azrael or something like that. You know, you, you can go down a different direction than sort of just drop this little, hey, we'll talk about Robin here, but we're not really going to do anything with it. We're going to do it at the very end. So, Well, Robin and Robin is an interesting character anyway. I mean, they don't, they've never really done it right. But, I mean, you think about all the different Robins that you've had. You had the you know the, the the Tim the Tim Drake Robin that died. You have um, you know Dick Grayson who branched off and became uh, became Nightwing, which I've always thought would be great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and, and Tim Drake, uh, you know, comes back as the Red Hood. Spoiler alert. Um, <sighs> and then you have twice. Uh, yes, uh, you have Batman's son, uh, Damon uh, Damian Wayne's. Damon Wayne's is a Wayne's brother. Damian Wayne's is Batman's son. Uh, he comes, <laughs> he comes back to play uh, to be Robin, uh, and uh, and then dies, but then comes back to life, and, um, and then now he's on his own. Uh, and I'm forgetting someone. But anyway, you know, so it's I don't know. They at least they didn't bring him back in that weird cyber suit thing that they did in the comic books when he broke his back and I mean the worst hit, the worst thing they could have done was the best thing they could have done really would have been the mantle you know who's you know the the the, the what they call that the chase something for the cowl oh yeah basically yeah. everybody was trying to pick up you know everybody was trying to be Batman um but then at the end it turned out that uh Batman wasn't dead. He was just hit with a bullet that time traveled him to another dimension, I believe. Because uh, you know DC's always been more firmly rooted in uh, in realism than uh, than Marvel was. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've been known for their realism. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's their thing. Decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, they give you a real a real story. <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited about this uh, this thing. Did you uh, did you guys? I don't expect you guys to have heard this because I think I just read it yesterday. Maybe you did. Did you hear that uh, Peter Evans? That's the guy who plays uh, Quicksilver um, in the X Men universe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got it backwards. Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Peter. uh, did you guys hear that he is in talks to play Ace Ventura's Ace son? Ventura's son. Yep. <laughs> in, in, in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it <laughs> it's the most genius casting. When I read it, I was like, huh, I can totally see that. Yeah. I can totally see that happening. So that's the most genius casting I've ever heard. Um, I, wonder if, I wonder if Courtney Cox will come back and make an appearance in that movie. Let's hope. Um, because... You know, it's Courtney Cox. She's not doing anything since Cougar Town went off the air. Uh, yeah, I got a Cougar Town reference. Very uh, nice. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. There's been so much going on. I forget what all. No, I mean, there, there's been a couple of good nuggets where you like get the when you pull a smartphone out and uh, look at the the news feed and everything. Like Bill, I, I'm glad you saw the the announcement that Netflix got the the rights for the Red Wall. Oh yeah, I thought you'd like that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. I, I want that to be a thing because I, I don't know. Did either of you guys read any of those? No, but I made my daughter, uh, who, by the way, is the voice of the Pillow Talk podcast, and today's her birthday. Uh, I made her oh, read the first one. Happy birthday. Yeah, Matilda happy is, uh, she's asleep, but I'll let her know you guys said hello. Yes. Uh, she read the first one, and she was reading the second one, uh, but then school started, and so she's been reading school stuff since. So so I used to read those like crazy back in the day. Um and, and there's when the guy who wrote them passed away a, a number of years ago, I mean, they were he was at something like 23 of them. Like, you know, it, it was ridiculous, the, the amount that he'd written. And I think I stopped reading them after like book eight or book nine, because if you take and, and that's a funny thing is they're known as kids books. The first four books are not kids books. I will I will go toe to toe with anybody. It, it'd be like saying, you know, you, you could kind of make the argument that The Hobbit is a kid's book. But the Lord of the Rings are not kids' books. Sure, it's not quite to that level. But I would argue that the first four Redwall books are not as much kids' books. I mean, the the fourth one again, spoiler alert. Like you've got you've got children of the main characters from the first book being literally being kidnapped and sold into slavery. Like that's not really a kids' theme, right? Um, but the first four books in that series are incredible. After that, what happens is, and this is why I sort of stopped after eight or nine or whatever it was. Um, it gets just almost absurdly formulaic. It's just, he's taking the exact same formula, replicating it, tweaking things. The names get more, more and more ridiculous. Um, and, and it just sort of gets to the point where the creativity on it petered out. And, and, you know, it becomes an Alex Cross novel. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I, I really, anything that's in the first four, especially the first two books, but if they're only going to do the movie version of Redwall, man, if they do it right. Oh, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. And even my, my son's read the first couple of them, my oldest one, and he's he was stoked about it too. So I'm, I'm hoping that they do it. I'm hoping they do it right. And kids movie or not, I will be Johnny on the spot for that when it comes out. Need more. I need more entertainment news like that. Not Black Widow's been delayed again. Again. It's probably been delayed since we started talking tonight. Probably. Well, Probably like Bond. I, I'm, hoping, I, I'm hoping that the whole spat between Legendary Entertainment and Warner Brothers doesn't continue because it doesn't look like it's going to impact Godzilla versus Kong. But I'm still worried about Dune not going to streaming because it's supposed to. And I like I'm just I'm not going to theaters anytime soon. Nope. And I would rather see Dune sooner rather than later. So hopefully that's not going to be impacted by that. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's like. You either see Black Widow has been, uh, Black Widow's been delayed, or you see, you know, guess who showed up on the set of Spider-Man 3, uh, <laughs> news. Oh, wait, but Just no, he's not in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, everybody and their mom is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I hear Stan Lee's got a cameo. <laughs> they brought him back. <laughs> they, they gave him the Tupac. Yeah, he's a hologram. But got him as a hologram. He's back. They did him. They did him like Pierce, like Pierce in Community. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't get him on the show, so they brought him back as a hologram. Yeah. 
they'll they'll give him the that. they'll give him the Peter Cushing treatment from Rogue One. Yes, yes, they will. Um, I was actually just looking to see if I could see anything about uh, um, anything about Black Widow, but there's nothing. Did I see. read or did I dream? I think I remember reading that somebody was talking about potentially redoing there was a rumor out there that Disney Plus was going to redo the sequel trilogy but as TV shows and then use that too. like footage that they didn't use in the movies to try to make it not suck it's, did I, did I, I, I remember that correctly? I don't know. I, I read that too. I don't know why you would do that. I, I don't know why you would try to salvage that when you, you can just just scrap it Find another angle and start over again. That's that's my two cents on it. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like if you you you've rang a bell. Like I guess we can all agree not to remember it, but well, and you know they're even taking a step back. You know, at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at the Disney parks, they're starting to. Because, you know, that was set in the timeline of the sequel trilogy, and now they're starting to even kind of pull back on that. Like, well, we're going to set it in the Mandalorian timeline. And then that'll well, enable yeah, us to have... Working. Yeah, well, the Mandalorian is working. And that also enables you to then have, you know, Chewie and Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and maybe not Darth Vader. But, you know, you're able to then get, um, you know, all of those characters into it. And, you know, you can you can push out your Kylo Ren's and your Ray's who just aren't getting it done for you. And I mean, let's be honest, Disney's a company that likes to make money. And if you can get, if you can sell people a baby Yoda in a theme park and charge them 20 bucks for it, they're going to do that all day long. Well, we were, we were supposed to go to Disney. Like we, my wife and I were planning that trip uh, and then COVID happened. So obviously that's not happening now or or probably this year either, but it's absurd. Like my, my two oldest boys are, I, they, they sit around and they, 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 they will just go in a room and game plan, like, which droids do they want to buy, which lightsaber, like, how are they going to construct their lightsabers? And it, it, it's really cool that, you know, to, to do that. But I, I just want to make sure that whatever it is that's going to be some sort of decent experience for them and not, like, not, not a function of what Disney's trying to do to salvage their reputation because they jacked up that franchise so badly. So I wouldn't mind seeing it being set in the world of the Mandalorian or for any of these other shows that are going to be coming out, which it seems like they've got a good, a good handle on some of these, you know, but they are. And they, and I know they've, they had that whole investor day where they announced a lot of that stuff and we don't have a lot of details, but it sure seems like a lot of the stuff that they announced at that point is rooted in this timeline of the Mandalorian, right? That five years after Jedi is when I think a lot of this stuff is going to be taking place. Um, I want, I want old Republic stuff, man. Like I want, I want to go way back. I want to see somebody tackle that, but no, that, that investor day thing was hilarious because I kept imagining the, the Simpsons treehouse, of horror scene where Homer ends up in the hell labs, ironic punishment division, and they try to force feed him donuts. And it's like the same thing. Like, you like star Wars. They have all the star Wars in the world. Well, it's also like, uh, this thing sucks, right? So I'm going to release a whole bunch of stuff over here so you forget about this sucky thing over here. 
Well, and if you, you know, if you think two years ahead on Disney Plus, you know, when they announced it, they were announcing all these Marvel series, right? And we're finally getting to that point where you've got, you know, you've got mm-hmm. WandaVision, and then WandaVision is going to be over for a couple of weeks, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to start, and then that's going to run mm-hmm. its course, and that's going to be over for a couple of weeks, and then What If will start, and then that'll run its course, and that'll be over for a couple of weeks, and then the next thing will start. You know, you're going to have a point where in the not too distant future, you're going to you're going to have either either something new that's Star Wars related or something new that's Marvel related on every Friday on Disney Plus. I mean, yep. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. Yep. It's really really great. I uh I do look forward to my Fridays. Not just because of their half days at my new job, but because Marvel. I know. I just like to throw out that they're half days too. Yeah, uh, rub it in. <laughs> so now, Nick, you still have not seen the Mandalorian, have you? Uh, I've seen the first season of the Mandalorian. You I have, have not, not seen, seen the second, second season, season of the Mandalorian. I know what happens. What? I, I would I would think that it would have been sort of difficult for you to avoid <laughs> that spoiler. Liking oh, the things be, that you like, you'd be surprised. I, uh, mm. I I avoided that spoiler for a long time. Uh, but then it just really it got like Bill you know me uh, at a certain point if I get behind on a show I make it a point to not watch that show yes you do like if I'm like if I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna watch it and I never do it I'm never gonna watch it like, I'm just not gonna do it um, until someone twists my arm and they're like hey you need to do it for this podcast um, <laughs> well good so hopefully somebody twists your arm <laughs> It's the reason that I watched my first episode of Breaking Bad ever uh, was for a podcast. Yes, it was. Um, Not yeah, this one. Uh, so, no. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, I'm still waiting for season five of Better Call Saul to come to Netflix because it's driving me nuts that I can't watch it yet. Don't you know how it ends? I mean. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I watch. Well, I guess I do know how it ends, don't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he worked, ends up working at a Cinnabon. No, the. Um, what was it before Christmas? I've watched um, all four seasons of Better Call Saul, Ooh. and uh, it was great. Yeah, yeah. See that, and that's the show. Like at this point, like I'm, I just I don't think I'm going to watch it. It's like Game of Thrones. I no, I yeah. I'm ever, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. Nope, I'm right there with you on Game of Thrones. The new season of Dexter. I don't think that I'm ever going to watch it because I never watched the last season. I actually didn't watch past the Trinity Killer. That could be a whole. Uh, that could be a whole show in itself. Things I haven't watched, and things that I've watched too much. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. Wrestling. No, there's never too much wrestling. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying. So Nick watch. doesn't have the time to watch any of these shows. But he does watch seven hours of wrestling a week. Not including podcasts. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do listen to a wrestling podcast that's three hours long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's just one of them. See, I can't, I can't judge him for that because I, I listen to a history podcast that's usually the, the, the episodes average between four and six hours. But he also releases them like two or three times a year. So it's not like <laughs> a little different. No, this one's released, this one's released every week. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a lot, and that's just one of the guys' podcasts. That's just the WWF podcast. You want to listen to the WCW one? You want to listen to the ECW one? You want to listen to the, the to the independent uh, one? You want to listen to the Ric Flair podcast? ECW, yeah, EC, ECW, 
ECW has one uh, with Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. This means nothing to anybody. I uh, remember Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck have one called the Front Front Row Material. It's uh, FRM. Yeah, Front Row Material, where they talk about old ECW. That's pretty good. Yeah, Blue Meanie has one. Uh, <laughs> I just need to do a wrestling podcast. <laughs> You know, I watched an old Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Hulk Hogan wrestling, uh, who did he wrestle in New Japan in like the 1970s or something like that. Uh, I watched an old match of his. That was fantastic. You know, it was funny. Hulk Hogan came up at work the other day. Uh, there was a marketing piece that was in like yellows and reds that nice. came from these people. And it's like, you know what it reminds me of? And the marketing lady was like, No. And I just sent a picture of Hulk Hogan to her. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Was the, was the tag on it? What you gonna do? No, no, high, no, no. It was just yield, the, it was just the same color scheme. But, uh, wild on you. Yeah. It was not that. Um, <laughs> but it was the color scheme was very. It was just red and yellow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you see yes. red and yellow together. Iconic. What does your brain make? It makes Hulk Hogan. <laughs> immediately when i see red and yellow i immediately when i think when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside mm-hmm. you think about being a real american i mean that's just how it yeah, is i'm a real american dun, dun, dun. oh god yeah i wish I, w- I wish i could say that it had that same connection to me but right now especially if you go up into my son's room he's a he's decided that he's a blood spitting kansas city chiefs fan so red and yeah. yellow of, of, so of my son. meaning yeah, and um, so yeah, he's a, he's a huge Chiefs fan. Uh, lots of real valuable life lessons came out of the Super Bowl. Oof, yeah, yeah. You know, um, there, was, Jerry, there was a lot. There was a lot of there was a lot to unpack during that experience. You'll appreciate this. I saw on the Heckler the other day. Uh, it said, "Quote: The Patrick Mahomes we saw in the Super Bowl is the same Patrick Mahomes we would have seen every Sunday if he was drafted by the Bears." That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you, you can say whatever you want for any like. For, I don't know. Did you guys watch? I'm assuming you guys watched the Super Bowl. Uh, that was unrecently, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I watched the first half, and then um, in the second half, I didn't, and I watched something else. I don't remember what it was. It was much more interesting, though. Oh, we watched uh, All Creatures Great and Small on PBS. Okay. Yeah, there was a there was a play. I think it was in the second half when the game was was pretty much in the bag where Mahomes gets flushed out of the pocket and, like, dives sideways and is horizontal over the ground, but still manages to throw the ball. Yeah. 30 yards or whatever. He throws the ball, hits his receiver in the chest at the goal line, and the guy drops it. I'm like, that, even as an incomplete pass, that is arguably one of the most incredible plays in NFL history. The fact that he did it, he threw it in that position and managed to hit the guy that he was aiming at. Mm-hmm. Like it was I felt like, uh, I felt like I was watching uh, the first half of a uh, little giants when I was watching <laughs> that Super Bowl. Well, and there was a, there was a play in the first half where, uh, where Brady went and nailed one of his linemen in the hands with a touchdown with a ball in yep. the end zone. He dropped it. And I looked at George, who is any, for anybody listening to this for the first time. And if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, we'd really be interested to know how you found us. Um, yeah. And why? And, and <laughs> this why. one. But if you're listening for the first time, please uh, let us know. And, um, and I looked at him and I said, and that's why 
you have to be able to catch a football because he's like, I don't need to catch a football, Dad. I block. I said, That's why you got to be able to catch one. I said, that guy just might have cost his team the game in the Super Bowl because he couldn't catch an easy football and just bounced off his hands. But uh, it was a good life lesson. Yeah, George blocks. That's all he needs to do. Yeah. But now, speaking, actually, Bill, speaking of football, you, you might have been able to see this because I think it was it would have been a national broadcast. I can't remember whether it was a playoff game or not. Did you watch the Nick, the, the first ever Nickelodeon game? I love we, uh, it. You know, it was a Bears game. It, it was. Um, we were planning on watching the first Nickelodeon game. Uh, at Hulu, we don't get Nickelodeon, apparently. So so we we watched, I think it was like the first half on the regular broadcast. I don't remember whether it was Fox. I, I think it was CBS. Fox. No, it would have been CBS because they're both Viacom. No, no, it was CBS because yeah. it was Jim Nance and Tony Romo and... Then we found out we were just channel serving at halftime and found out, like, okay, well, this the game's on Nickelodeon, so we switched it. Vastly, vastly superior. I mean, if, if they started doing that every week, I would just forget Fox, forget CBS. I will watch Nickelodeon's coverage of those games every we, week. We wanted to watch it for a couple of different reasons. One, um, I thought that the, um, just, I thought it was going to be a unique kind of a broadcast, and we just wanted to check it out. But um, one of the things we found is, you know, I, my youngest is 10. Um, she will sometimes sit on the couch and watch football games with us. Um, the problem is not all the commercials on the national broadcast yeah. of an NFL game are appropriate for a 10 year old. And so we thought, well, Hey, if we can watch it on Nickelodeon, then we don't need to worry about the commercials that are being shown. Cause they'll be kid friendly. You know, they might push the edge a little bit, but it's not going to be, you know, erectile dysfunction commercials. So you think? Well, the the one the one that's a, a big hit in my house that sends my eight year old like literally running from the room is those commercials uh, for Clarice. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. He's he's utterly ter- he he doesn't even know what it's about. He just knows that it's something scary. And it was every commercial break during the Super Bowl. Uh huh. Yep. That was. Can, yep. Can you show him the movie Silence of the Hams instead? <laughs> With Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Please. I'm just going to uh, randomly, I'm, I'm going to randomly hand him, like, when the winter's gone and we're outside and they're playing in the yard or something, like, you know, getting the pool out or anything, he'll be out there with the hose filling up the pool and I'll just go hand him a bottle of lotion and then just walk away and, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just random, randomly in the house, do you hear the lambs, Clarice? <laughs> I'm uh, apparently Hulu's adding net or uh, Nickelodeon, so it'll be next year. I'll oh, be able to watch some. But, but that uh, was that was a good watch. I enjoyed that. Yep, probably we were, more than I should have. But we it were was looking for it, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Hulu Live TV does not have Nickelodeon, but mm-hmm. still vastly superior to Directv. Take that, AT and T. Yes, suck it. Look it. Well, gents. We should probably cut it there. You know what? I think we should, too. I think we should, too. This has been a great podcast. It has. And uh, I hope that you all learned something. If you've learned nothing else, watch Crocodile Dundee 3. It really holds up. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And then uh, next week we're talking is uh, video games, right? Video games. The video game episode. The video game episode. Yeah, our first ever the video game episode. 
the video game. Mm-hmm. Can we get the Double Dragon music to start the podcast? We we probably can. Like the original eight bit. Guys, I just started a podcast. I just started my WandaVision podcast by taking Foreigner's Double Vision, dropping out Double, and putting Wanda in there. I think we can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn you! Because now that's in my head. It's not going to go away. <laughs> oh, you suck! Why did I don't you? Know. Nobody listens to anything that we do. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can find it. Can you hear this? Yes. Nick. And now, let's cross the streams. Christmas vacation, the right? Christmas, yeah, I think you played the Christmas one before. Did I do that? Hang on. New Year's Eve or New Year's Day with your hosts, Shane and Nick. And now, let's cross the streams. Oh, yeah. I just did that. Yeah. That's all. I no, the, <laughs> last, the one, last one I remember you telling us was uh, when you were singing. It's that time, podcast time yep. again. That's the, one, yeah, that's the one I remember. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I've done some of my best work on this podcast. This <laughs> it's good that you're saving your best work for your other podcast. <laughs> well, I give, I give you guys the jokes. If you listen to that one, that one's much more, I'm much more serious and like detail-oriented. <laughs> I take notes. I have bullet points to hit. Here I'm just well, I got hot. Well, you like, know what that makes me think of when I listen to that Wanda uh, the the foreigner thing? What's it's that? like when you when you watch Major League but you watch it on broadcast TV. Strike this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that was the hardest thing to edit. I had to I had to cut up to that point, and then I had to enter the Wanda part, and then I had to re-enter the song, and <laughs> to cut it again, and then I had to do it again. It was yeah, uh, sound editing's a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. I know when you can get to the end and make something that nobody thought you could make. It is pretty great. Oh yeah, my my. I was doing that. My wife was like, "What are you doing?" And, and I was you're like, laughing to yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Listen, listen." And she's like, "That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yes, yeah. so we can do. We can, what I'm trying to get at is we can do anything that we want. Nobody listens to this, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, well, I made some notes. Uh, my my computer is fixed. Uh, it's running faster than it has in forever with this uh, solid state hard drive, and so uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, we'll see what I can do with those notes I just made. Okay. Uh oh. Foreshadowing. 
Well, we'll see. I don't know. I also made a note that my bad joke sounder is still missing. I have to go find that somewhere because it was lost when my hard drive crashed, but that's okay. Oh, I didn't give you a bad joke today. What's good because I don't have a sounder for it yet. I got to go dig it out of whatever episode I played it in and cut it back out because um, I ended up losing when my hard drive crashed. I think I lost like 10 podcast episodes, but I had some of them on a on a flash drive and I had to like re-download six of them or whatever off, off of the, uh, off of Lisbon. So I've got them all back, but, uh, giant pain in the Let's ass. Definitely. It's a good thing. I like this. Well, computer. I got, I got bad jokes loaded. So whenever you got the sounder, yeah, let me know. They're just sitting up here. Made a note. So I'm using a paper towel. Paper towel. Oh, nice. Nothing but the best around here. All right, that's right. All right, uh, we should cut this and move on. Yep. Yep, cut it and move on. All right, tell everybody goodbye. All right. Uh, Feliz cumpleaños. No, that's happy birthday. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) Arrivederci. Adios. There you go. (laughs) But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, well... (laughs) Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at TheHardLessons.BandCamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk!